Now the Philistines attacked Israel, and the men of Israel fled before them. Many were slaughtered on the slopes of Mount Gilboa. The Philistines closed in on Saul and his sons, and they killed three of his sons, Jonathan, Abinadab, and Malchishua. The fighting grew very fierce around Saul, and the Philistine archers caught up with him and wounded him. Saul groaned to his armor-bearer, Take your sword and kill me before these pagan Philistines come to taunt and torture me. But his armor-bearer was afraid and would not do it. So Saul took his own sword and fell on it. When his armor-bearer realized that Saul was dead, he fell on his own sword and died. So Saul and his three sons died there together, bringing his dynasty to an end. When all the Israelites in the Jezreel Valley saw that their army had fled and that Saul and his sons were dead, they abandoned their towns and fled. So the Philistines moved in and occupied their towns. The next day, when the Philistines went out to strip the dead, they found the bodies of Saul and his sons on Mount Gilboa. So they stripped off Saul's armor and cut off his head. Then they proclaimed the good news of Saul's death before their idols and to the people throughout the land of Philistia. They placed his armor in the temple of their gods, and they fastened his head to the temple of Dagon. But when everyone in Jabesh-Gilead heard about everything the Philistines had done to Saul, all their mighty warriors brought the bodies of Saul and his sons back to Jabesh. Then they buried their bones beneath the great tree at Jabesh, and they fasted for seven days. So Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He failed to obey the Lord's command and he even consulted a medium instead of asking the Lord for guidance. So the Lord killed him and turned the kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. Then all Israel gathered before David at Hebron and told him, We are your own flesh and blood. In the past, even when Saul was king, you were the one who really led the forces of Israel. And the Lord your God told you, you will be the shepherd of my people, Israel. You will be the leader of my people, Israel. So there at Hebron, David made a covenant before the Lord with all the elders of Israel, and they anointed him king of Israel, just as the Lord had promised through Samuel. Then David and all Israel went to Jerusalem, or Jebus as it used to be called, where the Jebusites, the original inhabitants of the land, were living. The people of Jebus taunted David, saying, You'll never get in here. But David captured the fortress of Zion, which is now called the city of David. David had said to his troops, Whoever is first to attack the Jebusites will become the commander of my armies. And Joab, the son of David's sister Zeruiah, was first to attack so he became the commander of David's armies. David made the fortress his home, and that is why it is called the City of David. He extended the city from the supporting terraces to the surrounding area, while Joab rebuilt the rest of Jerusalem. And David became more and more powerful.
because the Lord of heaven's armies was with him. These are the leaders of David's mighty warriors. Together with all Israel, they decided to make David their king, just as the Lord had promised concerning Israel. Here is the record of David's mightiest warriors. The first was Jeshobiam the Hakmonite, who was leader of the three, the mightiest warriors among David's men. He once used his spear to kill 300 enemy warriors in a single battle. Next in rank among the three was Eliezer, son of Dodai, a descendant of Ahoah. He was with David when the Philistines gathered for battle at Pasdamim and attacked the Israelites in a field full of barley. The Israelite army fled, but Eliezer and David held their ground in the middle of the field and beat back the Philistines. So the Lord saved them by giving them a great victory. Once, when David was at the rock near the cave of Adullam, the Philistine army was camped in the valley of Rephaim. The three, who were among the thirty, an elite group among David's fighting men, went down to meet him there. David was staying in the stronghold at the time, and a Philistine detachment had occupied the town of Bethlehem. David remarked longingly to his men, Oh, how I would love some of that good water from the well by the gate in Bethlehem. So the three broke through the Philistine lines, drew some water from the well by the gate in Bethlehem, and brought it back to David. But David refused to drink it. Instead, he poured it out as an offering to the Lord. God forbid that I should drink this, he exclaimed. This water is as precious as the blood of these men who risked their lives to bring it to me. So David did not drink it. These are examples of the exploits of the three. Abishai, the brother of Joab, was the leader of the thirty. He once used his spear to kill three hundred enemy warriors in a single battle. It was by such feats that he became as famous as the three. Abishai was the most famous of the thirty and was their commander, though he was not one of the three. There was also Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, a valiant warrior from Kabziel. He did many heroic deeds, which included killing two champions of Moab. Another time, on a snowy day, he chased a lion down into a pit and killed it. Once, armed only with a club, he killed an Egyptian warrior who was seven and a half feet tall and who was armed with a spear as thick as a weaver's beam. Benaiah wrenched the spear from the Egyptian's hand and killed him with it. Deeds like these made Benaiah as famous as the three mightiest warriors. He was more honored than the other members of the thirty, though he was not one of the three. And David made him captain of his bodyguard. David's mighty warriors also included Azahel, Joab's brother, Elhanan, son of Dodo from Bethlehem, Shammah from Herod, Helez from Pelin, Ira, son of Ikesh from Tekoa, Abiezer from Anathoth, Sibekai from Husha, Zalman from Ahoa, Meharai from Netopha, Heled, son of Baana from Netopha, 
Ithai, son of Ribai, from Gibeah, in the land of Benjamin. Benaiah from Pirathon. Hurai from near Nehali Geash. Abai Alban from Arabah. Asmaveth from Bahurim. Eliabah from Shealbon. The sons of Jashin from Gizon. Jonathan, son of Shagi from Herar. Ahiam, son of Sherar from Herar. Eliphal, son of Ur. Hefer from Mekira. Ahijah from Pelin. Hezro from Carmel. Peari, son of Ezbi. Joel, the brother of Nathan. Mibhar, son of Hagrai. Zelech from Ammon. Neharai from Beeroth, the armor-bearer of Joab, son of Zeruiah. Ira from Jadar, Gareb from Jadar, Uriah the Hittite, Zabad son of Ali, Adonah son of Shiza, the Reubenite leader who had thirty men with him, Hanan son of Maacah, Joshaphat from Mithna, Uzziah from Ashtaroth, Shema and Jael, the sons of Hotham, from Aroer, Jediael, son of Shimrai, Joha, his brother from Tiz, Eliel from Mahava, Jerabai and Joshaviah, the sons of Elnaim, Ithma from Moab, Eliel and Obed, Jeasiel from Zobah. The following men joined David at Ziklag while he was hiding from Saul, son of Kish. They were among the warriors who fought beside David in battle. All of them were expert archers, and they could shoot arrows or sling stones with their left hand as well as their right. They were all relatives of Saul from the tribe of Benjamin. Their leader was Ahiezer, son of Shemaiah from Gibeah. His brother Joash was second in command. These were the other warriors. Jeziel and Pelet, sons of Asmaveth. Berakah, Jehu from Anathoth, Ishmaeah from Gibeon, a famous warrior and leader among the thirty, Jeremiah, Jehaziel, Johanan, and Jozebad from Gedera, Eluzai, Jeremoth, Beeliah, Shemariah, and Shephatiah from Haruph, Elkanah, Ishiah, Azarel, Joezer, and Jashobiam, who were Korahites, Joelah and Zebediah, sons of Jeroham from Gedor. Some brave and experienced warriors from the tribe of Gad also defected to David while he was at the stronghold in the wilderness. They were expert with both shield and spear, as fierce as lions and as swift as deer on the mountains. Ezer was their leader. Obadiah was second. Eliab was third, Mishmana was fourth, Jeremiah was fifth, Atai was sixth, Eliel was seventh, Johanan was eighth, Elzabad was ninth, Jeremiah was tenth, Macbenai was eleventh. These warriors from Gad were army commanders. The weakest among them could take on a hundred regular troops, and the strongest could take on a thousand. These were the men who crossed the Jordan River during its seasonal flooding at the beginning of the year 
and drove out all the people living in the lowlands on both the east and west banks. Others from Benjamin and Judah came to David at the stronghold. David went out to meet them and said, If you have come in peace to help me, we are friends. But if you have come to betray me to my enemies when I am innocent, then may the God of our ancestors see it and punish you. Then the Spirit came upon Amasai, the leader of the thirty, and he said, We are yours, David. We are on your side, son of Jesse. Peace and prosperity be with you, and success to all who help you, for your God is the one who helps you. So David let them join him, and he made them officers over his troops. Some men from Manasseh defected from the Israelite army and joined David when he set out with the Philistines to fight against Saul. But as it turned out, the Philistine rulers refused to let David and his men go with them. After much discussion, they sent them back, for they said, It will cost us our heads if David switches loyalties to Saul and turns against us. Here is a list of the men from Manasseh who defected to David as he was returning to Ziklag. Adna, Jazabad, Jediael, Michael, Jazabad, Elihu, and Zilathai. Each commanded 1,000 troops from the tribe of Manasseh. They helped David chase down bands of raiders, for they were all brave and able warriors who became commanders in his army. Day after day more men joined David until he had a great army, like the army of God.